Fleischman is in trouble. Kate, I'm so, I'm like, I'm not even kidding. I'm like shaking. I'm so excited <laughs> and overwhelmed and I, there's so much. I don't even know what we're going to talk about, what we're going to get to, but that's how much the show excites me. I mean, yeah, this is it's this not is a bad good. thing. This is, no, it's not. And we weren't sure. Perfectly That's honest, right. right? Because we're not, uh, we didn't read the book. We're not, so we're not one of those people coming to it, which there, of which there are many who were rabid fans yeah. of the book. Um, and we were, I don't know, I think we were both a little, eh, yeah, we'll see. Yes. And maybe that was the best way to come to it because then our expectations were set where they were set and it blew it out of the water for us it's so that's such a great point and I did try to read the book and I didn't not like the book but I just couldn't you know we say this often books come to you when you need them and you can't force it and whatever so it just happened that like life kept pulling the book away from me and I never committed to it and I know now why, and we'll, we'll talk about that probably later, but right. uh, this show is just knocking it out of the park for me. It's yeah. it's so good. There's so much good stuff in here. It's so good. Yeah, I said to you that every, I could write down every line in mm, a way. I mean, yeah. it's, there's, there's just, it's so smart. It's so relatable. It's so specific. I feel like in, oh, in yeah. everything. And someone I did read. Someone said that they felt that way about the book. That it's one of those they call it like I could have I don't know a highlighter book. Like I could have mm-hmm, highlighted mm-hmm, every line, yes. and then somehow that managed to translate. And likely because Taffy, Taffy. who mm-hmm. wrote the book, also wrote this. But yeah. still, I mean, it's not the same medium, and it is the same thing. Like if I wanted to, I could have written down. Almost every line. Every line. Including, I mean, I could really, not kidding, I could talk for like 10 minutes about his little liver monologue. Oh my God. It's amazing. (laughs) It regenerates itself. It's self-healing. I'm like, uh, who knew, A, about the liver? I did. And B, you did? Yes, I did because, so my grandmother, when, way before I was born, when she was young-ish, had, was in a terrible car accident. And she almost died, and mm-hmm. she needed a blood transfusion. And back then, this was a long time ago, um, she, it gave her hepatitis C, which is a disease mm-hmm. of the liver or affects the liver. And so she has – I've been – it's probably the only thing she was ever sick with, really. It was like the only thing in our in our history of sickness is liver. And so I've known about the liver for a long time. By the way, that – car accident that my grandmother was in also somehow connects to this show because she almost died and then rethought her whole life and was married at that point I think for like 25 years got divorced like just started living a whole new life oh yeah. wow yeah yeah so I, I know, know about that, the liver the and I know mm-hmm. about midlife crises <laughs> like Apparently. This is, yeah this is everything yeah, but the liver, in the show yeah self yeah, it's it's a metaphor. Oh my god, so liver. good, so good. And his excitement over it. I mean, yeah, the show is impossibly smart. It's ridiculously true. Even if you don't personally relate or even know people, it just feels so true. And mm-hmm. the voice, 
Yeah. The voice is exceptional. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot. Where do we want to start? Oh dear. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh dear. Well, I don't know. I mean, this is, this is Toby's story yeah. so far. Well, I yeah. mean, I think, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think we will get other parts or points of view, but I think at least in the beginning, we're just, it's a lot of just meeting Toby and yes. uh, <laughs> seeing where he's at now post-divorce um, and with with the kids and with his new dating life and his career and all that so so there's a lot of that but but it's just still that would that sounds boring you know a little bit and it's <laughs> it anything but that you yeah. know I yeah. mean we right out of the gate we understand that Rachel has left not just left yeah <laughs> dropped the kids off left, but she's left the kids in the middle of the night and uh left him a voicemail that basically said she's going off to this yoga retreat mm -hmm. for some me time it's yeah. been a hard month yeah I yeah. need some me time and so and he's enraged of course that his children have just been sleepwalked in the yes. middle of the night mm -hmm. as he tells his friends later uh, and just sort of plopped there. So his anger for towards Rachel is pretty palpable right from the beginning. Yeah, and uh, he says things like, "This is this is this is what Rachel does. Rachel does yes, this. This doesn't feel this she out of character. He's just angry because he's tired of her being like this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, the setup for. Her, I mean, we'll talk about this a lot, is at least from Toby's point of view, is not very favorable. Um, but again, he's pissed, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's pissed. I'm sure there's lingering anger from the marriage and the divorce, but now this is fresh wound because he also had a date tonight, right? So he's trying to yeah. navigate his dating life and manage the children and his job. So, yeah. you know, we, we see him sort of racing around I think pretty early on too is the 92nd Street Y mm -hmm. scene which yep. you know I think I said to you too also feels very specific in mm -hmm. terms of location and yeah. if you're if you've ever lived in the city I don't even think you have to have lived on the Upper East Side the 92nd Street Y is sort of an institution it and and you they know, say, it, like, it just, you have to be on the wait list before the kid is even born to get in there. Yeah, yeah. they kind of highlight a lot of very they're not even stereotypes of New York City. Those things are true. I mean, yeah, in yeah. that particular echelon, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but, but and then the woman he meets there, you know, one of the friends. <laughs> yeah. First of all, every T-shirt these women are wearing, do you see yes. this, this goes on throughout? I love that. Such a small thing. But, you know, they're sending messages yeah. through these T-shirts, you know. Yeah. And I think this woman's got the Just the Wife T-shirt. But yeah. I think that one is apparently a souvenir from Rachel's hit Broadway show oh, um, which also I presidentrix like which yes. is such a play on Hamilton it's Hamilton. so good it's I know. so it's smart like a female version of Hamilton and so you also it. you know you know that she's super successful and runs this talent agency for people on Broadway but but then this woman, and this is sort of a theme that runs throughout, this friend runs into him and she's like, oh my God, we're your friends too, mm -hmm. Toby. Yeah. And I love that because I think that's what people say. Yeah. But like, you know, is it true? Who knows? Right. It's just always this awkward 
in a divorce, where do the friends go? Yes. Whose yeah. side are they on? How do yeah. they stay with each? Yeah. I mean, this, she highlights so many of the realities, but also mm-hmm. the the fears or the considerations of people getting divorced, right? What What will this yeah. look like? What will this... And it's, I don't think it's an easy thing to discern. What will it look no, like? And I know. And you know, in this one, it's tough because like, this looks like a woman he doesn't want to be friends with anyway. Yes. I mean, he's sort <laughs> yeah. of like, whatever. And then there's the flashback right after it to him hanging out with the husbands. You see, he doesn't like them either. Yeah. But sometimes it's not quite so simple. Meaning these are people who are your friends. Like you mm-hmm. do feel very close to them and like who, who would get to... Yeah. who in the divorce as they say yeah um th- in this instance he looks probably happy to never have to hang out with um yeah that's them what again, i was thinking yeah yeah he's probably a little liberated like but it seems like I there were love... a lot of rachel's friends and he's yes. happy to lose them and keep his exactly. people at work exactly but i think this woman there's um while she's talking to him the narrator says something that i loved um who I, we, we'll talk about yeah. Lizzie Kaplan as the narrator, but she says, um, you know, she's asking him all these questions like about, you know, how is he doing and all this. And it says, the narrator says, oh, these questions are never really about the Fleischmans, always about their own marriage. Do we fight too much? Are we like this? Do we have enough sex? How miserable is too miserable? Mm-hmm. And I think that is so yeah. true. That is exactly what happens. People... You yeah. tell someone that something's going on with your marriage and then it's either overtly, like they'll just go, oh, shoot, well, we do that too. Yeah. We don't do that. Or you know that's just what's going on in their head or they go home yeah. and they think, huh, I don't know, like, do we have, you yeah. know, it's, yeah. it's exactly what, yes. it's even almost like White Lotus, like we've been talking about, like Harper and Ethan, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever they're with yes. Cameron and Daphne, they go back to the room and she's like, we're fine, right? I mean, they do this or we don't do that. You know, it's just yeah. what people do. I thought it was so on point. I do. I do too. And I, so I, I feel like I have to talk about it now. I think the thing that yeah. really sets this show apart for me is that voiceover narration. Now, it makes sense because we've already been established in the first episode that they reconnect. Uh, Toby... And his two of his best friends from college, Libby and Seth. Seth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, so this story is being told through Libby's narration. It's Libby's point of view kind of of Toby's life. And of course, it's a little too close. She couldn't possibly know all of these details that we're seeing, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. I think it really works. And that was something now. I, I understand that this is consistent with the book, but when I was reading the book, you don't know this. It is a distant third person, so you're aware that you're not really in Toby's head, but I felt like I was, and I wasn't, I was just like, I'm, I don't know, I'm not into that story. I don't need to hear Toby Fleischman's right. <laughs> you know, life. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you put in the show Libby's voice over it, and filtering it through her somehow I then I'm incredibly intrigued what is this story who is telling me why is she telling me what's her skin in the game and I it just it it makes it exceptional for me and that is you know the the thing I was missing because I didn't get far enough into the book 
and the thing that starts it's the first the first thing you hear is Libby's voice is is Libby's voice and I love that then you meet Libby and Libby's an actual character that's unusual you know I mean there's sometimes there's the narrator but that narrator maybe is an anonymous narrator or maybe part of the show is to figure out who the narrator is but this we know who it is and she toggles I don't know between the voice and her so she feels as much uh her point of view to me feels I don't know if it's equal to Toby's, but yeah, I think that that yeah. really if this had just been Toby's story yeah. entirely. Not sure. I'm then I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. And I love that also speaking of what I was just saying, that it makes people question their own relationships. I think that it's, we're already starting to see that a little bit in these first two with Libby. I mean, she's now married but she and not now married she's married but now a stay-at-home mom we understand she left her career in journalism she's living in the suburbs you know there's a couple references to like you know when her husband comes home that day like what's it like in the real world you know a little bit of you know where did my youth go and now that she's hanging out again with Seth and Toby you know there's a little I think she's gonna start I'm not saying she's She's going to start questioning things too, or at yeah. least, you know, I don't know, back when there was more possibilities. I yeah, think she absolutely. Says. Like she yeah. says, I don't want to be divorced, but. Yeah. No, I, that was the kicker for me. The end of, I, I wasn't sure if you were going to go there, but might as well since mm-hmm. we're here. The end of this episode is what just absolutely hooked me. And it's, she's. Libby's talking. Lately, I couldn't stop thinking about Toby on his dates. Coming home alone, coming home with someone. I don't have. I didn't have a thing for him, and I didn't want to be divorced. It's that Toby's life was no longer predictable. He had somehow had the sense of possibility return to him. I'd been feeling so old. Here was Toby, exact same age, realizing how young he was. I couldn't believe that it was possible for two people to be the same age and feel so different. Which mm. one of us was right right I mean this is this is the last minutes and I was so incredibly hooked I'm like oh my god and she goes on to say it which is to say I was going through something right then I didn't know it yet but this isn't about me I mean yeah so yeah good but it nails it that's exactly what you one would think the struggle would be if you're watching this happened to your friend. Yeah. And just even the fact that he came back into her life now after 12 years or whatever. She's already, I think, in the, in the other scene that I do want to talk about where they're eating Chinese food on the floor. But she, she said, in our laughter, I heard something dangerous. The sound of our youth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, and so we talked about this with Allison when Scotch yeah. and yes. how it's not about the, it's not always about, like it's not an, an, a sign that, Libby needs to be divorced or that anything's mm-hmm. wrong in that wrong way. It's in just her a life. yeah, it's a reckoning that I think everyone has to go through and mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone escapes it and it, it, people will go through it by getting divorced. People will go through it by l- lots of ways, but you don't I don't think you get to I don't think you get to avoid it. I just don't. I don't yeah. I don't think anyone does, even yeah. happily married people which is what I, I love about Libby's point of view, that she can show yes. that you can feel that way and also not want to get divorced and not be in a, an unhappy marriage. Right, yeah. right, exactly. No, yeah. I'm, I love her. I'm yeah. excited for that aspect of the story, even though, again, this is like Toby and Rachel, but 
But I love these two. Sometimes yeah. the side characters, you're like, eh, I, I'm just, no. I'm even into Seth. Totally. I am. Totally. Yeah. I need to talk about the, <laughs> um, well, so we talked about we, when you were saying, this is where I was going first with the friends and how you mm-hmm. divide up your friends or what happens to friends, mutual friends after you get divorced. I love how she highlights these things. And some of them are good and then some of them are bad and some of them are unexpectedly good benefits. But the sex, which is where how we open the show and almost close it as far as Toby's concerned, is about the sex and how yeah. he was maybe a nerd. No one wanted to look oh, at yeah. him when mm-hmm. he was younger. And now all of a sudden he's in a different place. And this just highlighted to me one of the gross injustices about divorce, right? And uh-huh. that oh, yeah. men, older men are more desirable than younger men. And younger women are more desirable than older women. Now, again, these are gross generalizations. There are plenty right. of exceptions on all counts. But it's also kind of true. <laughs> also kind of true. Yeah. I mean. That he could go on a dating app and get bag all these ladies he's so attractive and his friend is like they're both laughing about how he couldn't even get someone to what, not, not even call him back I think he said even give him a second look yeah 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 and this is yeah. so we talk about this and I say I'm not I I don't experience jealousy mm-hmm. maybe this is my version of it I there is definitely now listen I'm so far from this position in real life but I'm telling you if I was thinking about getting divorced <laughs> I would not do it just because I'd be like, no fucking way do you get to go out there and do all this shit. No way. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Nope. Oh. Nope. It's and- very, listen, I, I've told you, I have friends who have done oh. this and then they have to watch their no. exes Mm-mm. just run around doing whatever. But I guess what the this show shows with these apps is if you were perhaps a middle-aged woman who found herself divorced clearly you if you're willing to uh you know send the photos and and participate in that way I guess you 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 could get plenty of action too if I guess based on this you just I think if you're a person of who you know might want more of let's go on a date and maybe let's talk maybe there's less opportunities for that but think if you're willing to to participate yes. in that way yeah but i'm just plenty of opportunities i just feel that when in middle age when women get divorces because their person was not a good partner to them and yeah, when so men not, get divorced it's like right so the men get exactly what they want out of the divorce and the women get I the see. opposite of what they want Yes, and yeah. these apps are not the well. We shouldn't say all these apps, but clearly they're the ones he's no. on, which seems right. to be right. And we're talking generalizations. Yeah. Yes, yeah, are not. Are it's a lot harder to find what a woman is looking for. I see what you're saying, which is partnership through one of these apps. If you're just looking for sex, then yeah, these these apps. But are great I don't and, know and anybody. Yeah, there's not a lot of women who are like again, yeah, total generalization, who are like I got to get divorced because. We're not having enough sex. Yeah. <laughs> like right. that, that they could so leave. So this app will really, yeah, <laughs> scratch that itch. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. things they're lacking or desiring yes. because Desi- they lack, yes. mm-hmm. you can't find on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so whereas, you can go do those things, but yeah. to what end? It's not yeah. going to fulfill the part that you were seeking. 
No, I could yeah, not imagine true. getting divorced and having my husband, my ex-husband be happier than me. Dude, I, we should start an app. Make me crazy. Where the, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. But we should start an app where like the express purpose of it is, is for people to find partnership and they have to like, I don't know. There has to be like a therapy component mm -hmm. where you talk about your attachment styles and your mm -hmm. upbringing. Also, we'd like to add in natal chart yeah. compatibility. <laughs> I mean, we got to do this. That's yeah. our next venture. I think they have those, like Match.com. Yeah, do they really do that? I Bumble. guess. But... I, I don't think they do astrological charts, no. But you could go to no. a matchmaker for that, I Yeah, suppose. you could. But whatever and... apps he on, he's on, yeah. be. we can see. He is just... It's his form of therapy, he says, right? Yeah. That's what he tells his friends. Yeah. I don't need therapy anymore. I have the apps. Yeah. And he makes that joke about how they like tell him what he wants. And then at the end, he gets to put his penis in their mouth. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a big part of it. Him out there experiencing the new wonder that is, you know, yeah. sexual attraction for him that apparently yeah. his friends... Yes, have reminded him just didn't used to be the case. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that reminds me too of the scene where he does say the thing about the apps or his therapy, which is when they're eating the Chinese food on, on his floor of his new apartment and talking about divorce and marriage. And he likens uh, divorce to that Othello game. Do you remember <laughs> yeah, Othello yeah. too? That made no. me think of it. I don't actually I, remember how no. to play Othello. I, I had it. I don't remember how to play it. But she does joke, I'm pretty sure that's not how you play the game of Othello. But his point was, yeah, they start off all white, you know, white discs. And then there's some black discs here or there, you know, like meaning everyone's got some problems. But then in the end, it's all black. It's yeah. all black. Yeah. And then he said, even the good memories are tinged with sadness, like they were all rotten from the start. Yeah. And she's like, not all of them. He's like, all of them. <laughs> Yeah, which I think happens. I d you know, I can't think remember any of it. Of I, the good. I agree, but and I think people do, do do that, and maybe it's a survival mechanism, right? Maybe it's a that's uh, fair, right? Mm -hmm. But I it drives me crazy because I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. There's you can't tell me that everything was bad. You can't because no, I know I just can't. It, that's what they're trying to say. Like really, all yeah. of it. And then he says so. So then he says also, like, you look back on these innocuous fights and, and now they're foreshadowing. Yes, um, yes, yes. And, you know, Seth, I think, you know, makes a good point. I mean, well, he says, like, when we, when we get married, we have no way of knowing what forever means. And Seth's like, that's why marriage is for suckers. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, okay, whatever, that's yeah. going to be his line. But, but he's, then he makes some other interesting points. Like, I just. Uh, by the way, I don't think that people. was a good point. The first what, one, marriage, you what? get married and you don't know oh. what. Yeah, I yeah, that was um, that was a uh, Toby. Okay, but I think that's the yeah. problem. I, in fact, I think a lot of people do think when they get married, they see the whole thing, and that's mm -hmm. they think that's good and comforting. But I think that that means you haven't built your or you won't build a life together. You'll just right march forward march, on mm -hmm. your vision, you know, road. Right. And so and not constantly reassess yeah. and and ask yourself questions and, and yeah. work what do we them, want now? What do like we that. want now? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. like, well, we already decided. 
like when this, we were right. 25 or right. 30 right we're gonna get married or we're gonna have kids we're yeah. gonna do this we're gonna buy a house no i think and, that's right yeah 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 go ahead so then Just, seth is saying you know i keep seeing people outgrow the people like they're with these men i work with and they go out drinking and stay out too late at other people's you know bachelor parties or whatever just because they don't want to go home but then he says but i was at their wedding right yeah they were happy yeah. Yeah. they were in love he's like i saw you you two yeah. you and rachel you were in love and he's like oh, we were you know mm -hmm. so it, it's like no that's why it's it's point it's not all rotten it wasn't there was something there i don't yeah. know what happened to you or to all these other people but yeah. i mean his I think working thesis is you're too young at that age to know. I think that's what Seth's point is. Like yeah. at 25, I didn't even know whatever. Yeah. It was, you're, I'm signing up for something that would last three times the amount of time I've even lived yeah. or something like that. But I think that goes back to your point. It's like, then don't, don't view it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's harder when you're older because you're more set in your ways. You're not creating, a, you're not co-creating a vision, a co-creating a life when you have it pretty much set. Now, everybody's different and everybody has a different tolerance for different things and maybe people do need things more set and do need to know themselves more. I have to tell you, I know myself so much less now than I did when I was 22. Uh, so mm, much less. Because everything feels so much more, I don't know, I, I, at 22, I was sure I knew everything. And now I just know I don't. Right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that, everything feels so much more uncertain and unknowable to me now. Mm -hmm. So right. if I was looking for a partner now, oh, I'd be a fucking mess. I'd be a mess. I, I was supposed to get married young, which I did. And so yeah. that was. So there, that you, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Do we uh, want to I talk know. about. I just love all the. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I just love all the conversations with the three of them. I just think when the three of them are together having these things, that's where some of the real gems come out. Even that diner scene where they're talking about, the, you know, people. I, I wish one of us has ever been on these apps in more detail, but um, I'm pretty sure it's fairly accurate what Seth was saying about people lying about their age. There is no 29, mm -hmm. there is no 39, yeah. and how you have to <laughs> skew down yeah. if you want to get, yeah. you know, all of that I think is probably dead on if yeah. I knew enough about the apps and and I love Seth like wants younger women because they hate us less. Mm -hmm. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. And then Toby's like, I just want, I just can't be with someone right now who doesn't understand the weight of consequences. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I hope you don't put that in your bio yeah. there, dude. <laughs> but I don't know. Whenever the three of them are together, I just I love it. Whatever they discuss. Agreed. I do too. I just and I love their dynamic and I love how different they all are. And Toby, for yeah. as much as he's feeling burned and now just going on these random sex sexcapades, does seem to be interested in more something way more weedy than Seth will ever be. So yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. So very different points of view, and I I love them. I do. Mm -hmm. um, do we want to talk so about, about Toby and Rachel? Rachel, yeah. yeah. I was so gonna say Rachel, but yes, Toby. And Rachel. You and I had a. Oh, and we could talk about Rachel. Uh, you and I had a an hour long pre conversation <laughs> about this yesterday. <laughs> so I don't really know what we want to to unpack today, but. I is it fair to say we saw them very differently? It is fair to say that. Yes, okay. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think I saw what was presented on the screen. Yes. 
um, for right now, which is that at least if we take what what because we're getting those this from Toby right out of the gate, this is what she does, as you said, which leads us to believe that she's someone that would actually flake on her children or leave them, you know, in the middle of the night for her own needs you know it's me time and of course saying it's a yoga retreat i mean you're just automatically like loaded. eye rolling yeah yeah it's loaded you're eye rolling you're like okay um and then even i think at one point in the diner scene where he said you know i just thought we'd be good co-parents you know that like divorced parents like even though we had all this shit that we would at least be good at this. And, and oh, Libby's like, I was Libby. why? Yeah. She was an awful wife. Yeah. I mean, what? Like, why did you think this would be any different? Um, so, you know, and, and then there's the looming issue of did she legit just leave her kids? Yeah. And her daughter's trying to reach her. Is mom dead? I yeah. mean, so I don't know. I, I saw it as, oh, okay. And also, as between the two of them, this is what we talked about too, is she is being painted by by his brush as someone who's overly obsessed with image, money, uh, status. She's the one that had to have the fancy apartment. She tried to, you know, get him this job with the douchebag pharmaceutical guy, even though that's clearly contrary to his passion for medicine. She doesn't seem to appreciate who he is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so Nor does I he saw, appreciate yeah, who she is. It, who she is yes Yes. but again i just feel like what i was seeing on the screen was so being jammed down my throat from his point of view yeah and like i said i'm i'm waiting and i'm excited for more of rachel's point of view because yeah i don't know and this is what we're talking about i don't know what happened with these two yeah because clearly there has to be more of this story like i said like seth says you were in love yeah. Right. We're, I'm sure, or I hope, we're gonna see some of that. Yeah. I love. I, I want to get more of that. I want to know. Do you? you said why? Do you? Uh, yeah. I want to see more, more of, of the them story. in love, not just Rachel's yeah, point of view. I want to. Yes, I want to see them in love. I want to see what more about what maybe went wrong. How did we get from there yeah. to here? And maybe that's not this story. I don't. I didn't read the book, like I yeah, said. But neither did I. Yeah. I hope we get some. You know, that was my problem in deep water. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw any, I saw no reason for them to be together because the moment in time we got dropped into was a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. But, so I would have liked, like I said, even a couple flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I need to understand more of the full picture. Yeah. Um, But. Interesting. I do think that. Yeah, and like you pointed out, at some point he, we learned that he's been asking for a divorce and she didn't want one. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Yeah. Well, if you look at it, what we'd seen, yeah, you would think that it would be mutual or at least she'd you know, be like, all right, whatever. Right. You're right, I'll go get myself a hedge fund guy. I don't know. Yeah. but so the, And even that scene, I don't even think we talked about that. Even that scene where they do finally... The narrator oh, says that yeah. she finally agrees. Yeah. I mean, the winter it's very, in the Hamptons. That was so yes, good. and then they cry and they hold each yeah. other. I don't know, and and I also we know they continue to have sex. I mean, there's there's some it's a lot happening. Yeah, but you're not, but you're still seeing it as she is being portrayed as again through Toby's point of view as kind of this materialistic shrew who 
yes. berates him and undermines him and demasculates yes. him, which I think That's he says specifically. So he says that, I think right. he uses that word. Yes. Um, but, but, but then you're saying all these other things that show something else, which is what I was yes. seeing too. Yeah, you built those in. No, no, no. The scene, like, the scene where they do hold each other and cry together. Right. That was on the screen. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But I think you are already in your mind accepting that there's there's more to this, that there's, look yes. at this, there's okay. that scene, there's other things. So what's, yeah. what's, what's happening here? And so you you don't even get to the, you just, just reject, I think, the, she's. Well, yeah, I just. One, I, well, yeah. I don't know. I also, you said overly materialistic. I don't know what overly materialistic means. I guess you know me. I'm just like, I don't think these things are ever fundamental truths. I see them as at odds. I see yes. him as a dick. Clearly. I see her as a dick. I see her as mm-hmm. relatable and I see him as relatable. I see them, I see all of them. And I think I see that even in these two episodes, even though I know clearly how it's being positioned, I see in these two episodes so much more than that. And again, I see no good guy and bad guy. I see both of them really being assholes. I see them both really trying. And so yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I see it all there. But it leads me that that nuance leads me to say, well why are they divorced? Or why not necessarily why are they divorced? Because they just are. But like why does anyone this didn't, it did not strike me as uh, compared to Tell Me Lies or Scenes mm-hmm. from Marriage, where you're like, these two people should not be together. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. They got to figure out how to separate themselves because they should not be together. I don't see that in the Fleischmans. I see yeah. people who I could understand if they get divorced. I also see yes. people who so I would 100% believe. Mm-hmm can make this work for the forever. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's I, the piece that you're not seeing. Well, I'm, I'm saying it's incomplete for me right now. Yeah. I don't have enough information to know. That, so to, you're to just, ah, sort of, so you're just saying yeah. they are divorced. You're not saying yeah, they, they should be divorced <clears throat> or you can no, see I'm that they're they, divorced. I'm saying I see they're divorced. I think from what we've seen so far, like you said, I could see that those two people could conclude that they should not be married but I also feel like there's probably a lot more there that I'd like to learn about that maybe I I could conclude I think it's the same thing you're saying I could conclude that they wouldn't but right now right you're saying you I don't see it and I'm saying I see it in these yeah. two you're yeah. you're not seeing that yeah. piece of it I yet. Need, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah or I'm seeing little hints but I'm like hmm, I'm seeing it seems more weighted T- towards yes. the tipping yeah and I think naturally that's what they're trying, trying to, to do there yeah. but I but I and I think maybe when I, I just feel by the end, I'm not going to conclude, oh, now I see they should definitely be divorced. Yeah. Or, oh, those two should not have been divorced. I think by the end, I'm. it's probably still going to be really yeah. gray for us and really like, hmm, you know what? I guess they could choose this or choose that, like you're saying. Yeah. But I just want to understand more of the full picture, which I think will be the show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll get... I'm just fascinated. Yes. Like I said, some of these things, I'm like, that yep. looks interesting. Yeah. Well, so, that? and also what I talked about was how, like, these, some of these fights in content are similar to mm-hmm. ones that I have with my own husband. These, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I guess in my head, they don't automatically ring, uh, like, the, you know, 
exit, like exit now, (laughs) Bells, because we have been having these same fights of our differences in values and priorities for 20 years. So, yeah. And And I think that's very common too, that what people, of course, what people fight about are the ways in which they're different or other. Yes. And, you know, and it's, what, how do you react to that? And I think they're just reacting by just completely continually restating yeah. the way they are right, right? Yes. well and as you my said my favorite line i never misrepresented I yeah, who, who i am I and she says neither did i which is so right. good and so accurate and yeah i just right. feel like that is that is marriage but i just it just that's to me is marriage period end of yes. story and it is it doesn't mean you should get divorced or it doesn't mean you should not get divorced. It just right. is, I mean, it just is. Or it is but for that's me. What that's I, what I'm right. saying. Right. But yeah. that's what I was saying um, from this marriage counselor that I saw on or listened to on We Can Do Hard Things. But I think she is saying exactly what you're saying. She was telling Glennon and Abby, like, if she could tell what they wanted to democratize uh, therapy in the sense, you know, a lot of people can't afford marriage counseling things are becoming more accessible now for therapy but it was at one point in time sort of a something that only a certain class of people had access to so they did say to this um couples therapist like what's the one thing you if you're telling pretend you're telling millions of people haha because millions of people probably do listen to that podcast and she said that that and she was saying relationships but marriage whatever are about the differences and the otherness and how you negotiate that so I think you're right that every every those things like I'm this way I have these values you're this way you have those values but I think the people that are successful are the people who can figure out you know how to navigate that right how to negotiate that because you know she was saying you have to understand it's hard because you have to understand your own way yeah right you have to actually know yourself Mm -hmm. and your values you have to understand the other person's self and values and then wait together, when you say understand do you mean like i know what ian's that's what you said values. know yourself and know that okay but i don't know. understand yes. it yeah that's fair i yeah, don't I think she actually understand uses his. the word no okay K-N-O-W. yeah yes so you have to know yourself you have to know your others and then together you need to find what what she calls a third way yeah. which and 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 i think it's they're just continually identifying the ways in which their values are different. Yeah. And so that that's if you just keep doing that and then never and like one of the things was right, she wants a big fancy apartment. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. So what did he do? He just went he just went, you've already decided. Yeah, no, so she went and found one. Yeah. I thought that was right? much more dickish than the job, by the way. That that yes, was really that is dickish. That was bad. And he was like, You've already decided. Yeah. So you don't that that that's not You're just pretending to ask me. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That is things are a bad sign. I will say that is the truth. I don't we don't make my husband and we don't make decisions on our own. We we do. And sometimes we'll have a screaming fight or I'll be screaming and he won't be. Mm -hmm. But to come to an agreement. But Mm -hmm. and always someone feels like they're giving something up and presumably we yeah. both feel like we're giving something up even mm-hmm. though yes. usually the other person can't see the other person of course sacrifice. but you both but are. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that is that was a big red flag to me that moment right that feels productive what you're saying not again yeah. not because there wasn't screaming 
yeah. whether it wasn't reiterating your otherness, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I, I feel this, I believe this. But in the end, you came to the decision together. Yeah. yeah. The, this, what I'm, some of these things, you know, they yeah. just, but maybe we'll see more. But like that, that's where I think there are some issues with the Fleischmans. Yeah. So I have to ask you. I know you, mm-hmm. this is not, you're, you're already, you're going to hate my question and that's fine, but, but I'm asking it more only because to demonstrate that I feel the same way. I have no idea where the mm-hmm. show is going. I know you don't because you don't like to project out to the end of something. Mm-hmm. It's just not of interest to you. I do. I'm obsessed with figuring out where things are going mm-hmm. and I don't yeah. have any idea where this is going. Um, I don't know either. Yeah. Um, well, particularly because... So we've talked about her being missing or yes. not coming back. And <clears throat> I think at one point, uh, you know, towards the end of the second episode, finally, mm-hmm. like there, the suggestion that perhaps something happened to her kind of came into play. Yeah. And then we know that. And then I'm like, oh, but then we know nothing did because she's fine. But I don't know. Is she asleep on a park bench? Is that fine? I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And also, <laughs> actually, was it her? Did they talk to her? They said they saw her, but did they talk to her? Like, that seems right. odd. I wouldn't just be like, oh, there's right. Kate on a park bench. Like, Right. So my point is, I don't even know what's going on with her. Agreed. Meaning I know she's alive, but... But do we? So... We're, do, we are I meant think, to assume she is when they say we saw her on a park bench. Yes. Yes, yeah. and I thought they. Oh, you're right. Did they say they talked? Either way, mm-hmm. I just assumed yes, she was alive, but something. Maybe she's having some kind of breakdown. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but so I don't know where that is going. I meaning know. what's going on with um, Rachel at all. Yeah, and that just goes generally with my. I'd like to see more from Rachel and her point of view, but also I just want to see more Claire Danes. Yeah, because I have to, I love her and I haven't gotten enough. Of Absolutely. It. Um, and and there's got to be more to her. What yeah. I just there's more. Like like I said, you're you've already kind of infused some of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like waiting to see it. Yeah. But she's definitely got to have. There's when way you say more you're waiting to see something though, are you like thinking like save like a save the cat moment? Like you're gonna see some moment of well, real kindness or something. Like, what are you waiting to see? I don't need see? her to be kind. Okay. I'd like to see more dimension. I don't know what that would be. Right mm-hmm. now, it feels one note to me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm seeing it from Toby, who's like, she's yeah, just yeah, an yeah. asshole. Yeah. I know you're like, I don't see her that way. Yeah. But I do I don't right see now, someone who so... wants a nice apartment as an asshole. I, I do see them at yeah, odds it's, to me. Yeah. But that isn't right. just But I asshole. love materialistic things yeah I don't and so I am Rachel but I don't think I act like Rachel yeah. like that I mean so I'm not it's not because she wants a nice apartment nobody wants nice things more than yeah. probably yeah, so yeah. so it's not it's not that um, I just would like I don't know maybe maybe just I don't know about save the cat but like some vulnerability some like I said you see a little like, like yeah. you said that scene with them hugging yeah. but I, it's this tiny Bits. so I want to I want to pull on some of those Um, so that's where I'd like some things to go Um, but I think we'll see more I do think we'll see more of their marriage yeah in the past yes I agreed and what but what about the present thread like do you think there is some do you think they'll end up back together is that even a possibility I hadn't, it hadn't even occurred to me until Oh, it hadn't talking. occurred to me either. Yeah. Oh boy, you know how I'm going to feel about that. Um, 
Well, well, she, well actually, I don't know. Yeah, because, because I don't know. I don't if know that anymore. happened, I have no doubt Taffy would get you there. She has to. Yeah, yeah she exactly. Has no, to. you're right. You're right. She would. Yeah. I don't know. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I know. Well, but uh, I hadn't thought of it either until I started asking, where is this going? How many options yeah. are there? They stay divorced. They get back together. She's dead. She's alive. I mean, there's. it's kind of a small but I just don't think she's dead because this isn't like a thriller. That's why I was never actually concerned that something had happened. Oh, God. My stomach was in knots. I know you had. And I was just like, what an asshole. She left her kids. Why is she not coming back? Look at your kid is crying now. Like, what are you doing, lady? (laughs) I know. I fell right for the where they let Toby's point of view. In Toby's mind. Yeah, exactly. I was in Toby's head all angry at her. Yeah. And you're so inconsiderate. Yeah. But, But then... At worst, I went like, oh, okay, but maybe she's just having like a breakdown. Yeah. But I never thought something had actually happened to her, like she'd yeah. been harmed. Yeah. Or we I, were going to find, you know? Yeah. I know. I definitely did. I Because that's where my mind goes. I don't care if I'm seeing it through Toby Fleischman's point of view. My mind goes to. And my mind never goes to yeah, the bad thing. Something like bad that. has happened. Something bad has right, happened. Right, right. Yeah. How about the story you told where she got roofied when she was yeah, and she came yeah. home one night and he yeah. was just so happy that she, she hadn't had, forgotten. What did he about say? Like she so hadn't. relieved or whatever because she just hadn't forgotten about yeah. it. Yeah. God. Yeah. Anyway, did you think um, that was bad? He was obviously saying that that was terrible to even think. I didn't. I, I don't yeah, think I got well, that. Meaning, I don't. I think he just meant like he didn't really wasn't so concerned for her mm. or anything that happened to her. It was really about him. Right. And like, oh, good, at least she didn't forget me. And also right. showed like his insecurity about right. things in their relationship or her feelings for him or something. Because if that's what you were worried about, that you're, because I guess oh, that was part of that conversation where he's saying she would just like take extra days yeah. and mm-hmm. add them onto a business trip. But the but Libby was like, eh, kind of like, yeah, I would do that too. Yeah. You know, you just, you know, it's just. It's not, it doesn't necessarily mean anything bad. Like she's like, I just wanted an extra day. Right. But whatever. she also said, I would uh, check in. It is. You're yeah. right. That's, it's, it's always the small things that make the big differences, right? She would do something yeah. that he perceives as inconsiderate, meaning she would add days onto a business trip, but she would have called. And so maybe that would have made yeah. all the difference in their marriage. Right, like it would have yeah. showed she cared and that she was thinking of yeah. him. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah, but I don't know where know. this is going. I, don't I, know I, either. I just, I do know though that I am obsessed, obsessed with Taffy Brodesser, Ackner. Yeah, obsessed. And did you, did you, I started reading interviews with her? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a rabbit hole that I probably shouldn't yeah. have gone. In. Well, we talked about this on our Friday preview when we were going to start watching it. That how exceptional it was that she had written yeah. the book and then was the sole person adapting the the writing part of the screenplays for the show and the show the show, show running was mm-hmm. really what i thought was yeah very exceptional yeah. for a writer yeah to do yeah and yeah yeah she wrote every episode but one okay and then was the showrunner that's crazy yeah yeah but did, i mean so so she was asked how how did you yeah do it and she said she actually went to school for this she has a degree in mm-hmm. dramatic writing from nyu but she went into journalism um she mm-hmm has written some very 
famous uh, celebrity Profile. celebrity profiles. Yeah. yeah, which I was also mm-hmm. then so intrigued by. I was going to say, did you read them? No. Were you going to go read them? I told myself I was going to. I'm going to. There's a couple of them people like call out as like her interview with like Brad Pitt, whoever it's not Brad Pitt, yeah. but a few I of them. I think Gwyneth Paltrow is one Like she's them. won award for yeah. 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 So now I want to look. I do too. But I... I, I mean, she works for the New York Times Magazine. This is yeah. not yeah. someone who's just, yeah. you know, I'm thinking of... Yeah, like she has a job. The White Lotus yeah. season one where... Uh, mm-hmm. what What's her... Ra- oh, my God. Was it Rachel, too? It was Rachel. Oh, um, she was the was. hack yes. reporter, right? Yeah. And this yeah. is not that case. She is truly exceptional in what she does. Yeah. And, yeah, I did see that, that she she's not working there now but she is expected Mm -hmm. to be back there um but anyway she said um that she had two produce she gives a lot of the credit to her two producing partners sarah timberman and susanna grant she said they're both legends of the industry the first time i spoke to them they said you have to write this this is your voice we are going to help you she goes on to yes, say, and these two women that. sat with me through 30 drafts of episodes. They are the ones who got it over the finish line. That's what really happened. It wasn't mm-hmm. that I was so good. It was that I had people who were so good at protecting me, both from other people's rightful concerns about someone doing this for the first time and my own bad instincts sometimes. That's another thing that I wanted to yeah. say about marriage and Toby and Rachel and how, like, the the fact that their clash in values isn't a bad sign to me always because mm-hmm. I think to myself how many times my husband has saved me from my own yes. wants right I we've talked about this yeah. I, I wanted four kids I would be a mess with four kids mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. so overly responsible for my children's like mm-hmm. the bad anything see, bad that happens. see friday preview yeah same one <laughs> we just talked about this that if i had four i would truly have some sort of mental breakdown i couldn't handle it my anxiety would be through the roof i would mm-hmm. be and i and at best i would be a terrible parent so mm-hmm. thank the lord that he didn't want four kids and didn't think he yeah. could handle them but i the truth is, I couldn't have. And he probably yeah, could have handled them better than I could have. Yeah. So he has I saved think... me from my yes. own, like she says here, from my own bad instincts sometimes. Yeah, mm. but I can see that. I think the otherness, the fact that they have different values, I don't view that as bad. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think... Well, a lot of people call that part- incompatible. Yeah, I mean, it depends what they are. I think they. I think most people say there are some fundamental ones that you. Yeah, what are to, they? Because I, I don't know what they well, are. Because I, I think I have all of money. them. Money. People always say money so and whether or not you want to have children. So different. I mean, I Me and my husband. Those are the ones they, I know. Yeah, thank you. But but what I was going to say is sort of what you're saying. I think a lot of times it's it's what makes it's it's what makes I don't know not the special sauce but meaning yeah. if it. You like you're saying it sort of forces you to think about things in another way, to question things. Otherwise, if you just did exactly like you're saying, what you wanted yeah. based on your values, like sometimes that's not always the right instinct, and to have someone else, but it has to be. I 
think that's another thing, right? It has to be the other perspective. You know, it has to be someone you respect. Yeah. And someone that you trust. And some, so you're already willing to listen or hear him out yeah. on whatever it is, even though it's totally even though he's wrong. wrong to you. Yeah. Or, or yeah, or you're just wrong. Um, but yeah. so I don't know. I mean, I think there's there's some some real value to incompatible. So say. I mean, if everybody was the same, yeah, it, it'd be fucking boring too. I, and I do think that higher compatible, a higher compatibility leads to less conflict, which lots of people think yeah. is good, but also less reevaluation and that is yes, the thing that exactly. we have not been able to escape gets, is constant reevaluation right. of what we want and what we're willing to what we really want and yes. what we're willing to um compromise on to have a life together so i was thinking about this because we were talking yesterday basically i was my mind was blown i felt like that scene we talked about this in the car where the son is talking about oh, yeah. block universe uh-huh. theory and uh-huh. and they're spinning around and you're seeing Claire Danes in the driver's seat, Claire Danes in the back seat, Claire Danes in the mm-hmm. um, Such a passenger seat, Toby, mm-hmm. same thing. Um, and so, and then one one iteration, there's only one kid. I mean, it was so fascinating. It's like, I think, an iteration where we do have four kids, like I wanted, mm-hmm. uh, and what life it looks like then. But anyway, that's how I felt, especially around the question of why do people get divorced? And mm-hmm. and why do people not get divorced? And especially when now you, I want to like take out the toxic relationships where they should definitely be divorced, and also the people who refuse to look at anything and stick their head in the sand, and so they stay together. Mm-hmm. I think those are polar opposites yeah. of the spectrum that I'm not really interested in. I'm interested in mm-hmm. if if this is the center line, and Toby and Rachel are just to the divorce side, and. Me and my husband mm-hmm. are just to the stay together side. Like, what what matters? And so I was thinking about it, wondering if there are three elements. Love, compatibility, mm-hmm. and blame. And if, oh. if you have – compatibility is a real wild card, right? It is yeah. because – you just it's a different level as we've already been talking it's a different level of assessment do you have to assess but people will say there and i can imagine that there are some people who are so incompatible that it's just not worth it to them to to keep mm-hmm. going but i think that i see a lot of love between them i see a lot of passion and like willingness mm-hmm. to get into it. I mean, I think that says mm-hmm. a lot about a couple. Yeah, they care enough. Yeah, yes, to listen, that's, have that's this, these conversations you are, over and over. Right. Yeah. Conflict could shows you care. There's yeah. a lot of people who believe that because otherwise, if you didn't care, you wouldn't even bother to fight about it. And but they I, probably would have go, you know. gotten divorced a long time before that. But right. I do see a lot of blame between them. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. are the reason I am unhappy. And that yes. is, I think, maybe one of the tipping points. But it's also, and we talked about this, because my husband and I were maybe going to get divorced very early in our marriage, after our first very hard year of marriage, what they say, it's the first, it's the hardest year. And I think the blame was really high. I think if the, but the love was always also really high Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. if the love goes down I don't know that you can come back from that but if the love is high and you just say to yourself 
he's the reason I'm unhappy. He's the reason this isn't going to work. I see all of these red flags now. I should just cut my losses, which is, I think, what I was thinking at the time. When I stopped doing that, when I stopped looking at him to either fulfill those needs or or blaming him for not having fulfilled them, then, and then being open to this idea that of us co-creating a future together, that mm-hmm. is something you can, I believe, come back from. You can't come back from mm-hmm. not loving someone anymore. I don't think you can, but it's that right, part right. that I thought you can come back from. Yeah, because I think that, okay, so you're saying blame, and I think the flip side of that is taking responsibility for yourself, right? Yeah. And so... I think it is true that very often people blame the other versus looking inside themselves to say, well, what am I doing or not doing here? Um, and, or what am I, again, you thought, I think, did you just say uh, looking for something in them? I'm thinking of wholeness. Yes, and, and no, I did, I did say that. To be whole, yes. Yeah, you did say that, mm-hmm. right? Um, is that people need to look, well, what what is it that I'm trying to get from them? Yeah. And then maybe they're not... I'm mad or frustrated because they're not giving it to me yeah. enough or in the right way. But really, the, the the answer is you need to find it within yourself. And so I think it's a. I think you're saying the same thing. Yeah. Way, although is, I'm not sure you have to find it for yourself. I think it's more important to not blame, blame. them for not right. having and provided it because I think you can right. co-create it. I do think you can. Right. But I don't, right. or you and can some things you can't. No, you need to, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess, you're right. I guess even if you're like, okay, well, I haven't created it in myself yet, but I'm working on it, yeah. or I know that's something I need to find within myself, that's okay. You wouldn't have had to have found it yet, right? Or maybe yes. you can, in certain aspects, create it together. But you can't say it's your, your fault. fault. I don't have yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think, I think that is very, very, very yeah yeah but and it also explains like I said we were talking also about people who do come back from divorce or Mm -hmm. near divorce or really Mm -hmm. like bad times of thinking this is not going to work I don't think this Mm -hmm. is going to be the relationship that I thought it was and I do think if that is the highest factor and the love stays high I mean I never ever questioned that I loved my husband even in that hard time but I just thought we can't do this together we want different things we're on different paths I just was sure that it was not going to work I loved him very much I just thought it wasn't going to work and when I could dial that down and just see that the love was still there and see where that went that Mm -hmm. was the way I think that's the only way you can come back yeah I have I have thought about it since yesterday Mm. what we talked about whether people can come back I and I think I think I think they can I I think I I I definitely was wrong about that because if I believe that there's so many millions of things that go into what makes a relationship work I mean there's and there's also a million things that go into it possibly reworking you know what I mean so it was too I think I agree with you there's there's just so many factors at play that it of course it can happen and I think that the way you're describing is probably a big one yeah um, but I, I think it's I think it is about making sure you're as whole as possible or knowing the things that are at least things that you need to work on or work on together and don't blame the other yeah. person I like that yeah. I think that I think that makes sense yeah but like I said um, it's very natural too and I loved that I, I 
we, you know, my husband and I say that all the time. Like, I didn't represent myself. I didn't even change. People, like Seth said, yeah. oh, they grow apart. We didn't even change. We're the exact same people we were. And yet it feels like offensive to the other person. And you're like, why? Yeah. Why? You knew this yeah. all along. And so... Yeah, well, don't we talk about that too a lot? Like oh, the yeah. thing that brings that attracts people ends up being the thing that they find most repugnant yes. in them at some point. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. it's only through that the reconciliation of is this the Patience. best thing ever, or is this the thing that's mm-hmm. going to end us? Is this the thing that brought us together? Or this is the thing that's going to end us? And to find that somewhere in the middle that is there's good parts and there's bad parts, and that's really mm-hmm. hard to keep straight I think um, right. right I wanted to say that uh, when Taffy was on book tour I don't know if you read this when mm-hmm. Taffy's on book tour for the, for Fleischman is in trouble uh, ba- basically people were like the oh, subtext yeah. of the questions was you're gonna get divorced you divorce yes yeah, she's married yes, we should say she's yes married. and and when you write a book like this, yeah, people assume you have a terrible marriage and you're getting divorced. Yeah, yes. Which I loved her answer. I think her husband often answered on tour. Uh, he does. He's mm-hmm. like, she's just obsessed with divorce. Like it just, yeah, she just is. And I loved that. And also, which I think is great. Yeah. Actually, it's probably a good thing. I love it. I'm obsessed too. Yeah. And I say that I, I you know, I you've heard this a million times, but I say people often come to me with their problems mm-hmm. about their marriages mm-hmm. or kids or what have you. And I say it's because I've, I have in the past written so openly about, and I still speak openly about the fact that nothing is ever perfect and there's always shades of gray and, and there's a lot to, to unpack. But the truth is they could come to me, but the, the reciprocation is I find it fascinating. I want mm-hmm. to sit there yeah. and talk to somebody yeah. forever about what goes wrong and what doesn't go wrong and where's the tipping point and mm-hmm. how do you come back and should you come back and why should you? And I have reasons that people stay together that I think are bad reasons to stay together. So it's like there's mm-hmm. so much here. There's so much here. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes, that's why this is so well written oh because of her obsession. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that comes it through. It does. Because it's, so nuanced it's the product of someone who has thought about this a shit ton yes. <laughs> basically i know but it's um, sad because i have thought view it, it as black and white yeah i yeah. have thought about it a shit ton i don't see it as black and white and i just couldn't ever this is exceptional it's so good i couldn't write yeah i couldn't even yeah. write about it you know and i you know to the point of you know the what we're saying how it was unusual for her to have written it and she did get asked about that a lot and it reminded me a little bit of jessica knoll's answer um, but she said every time she thought about adapting it, um, you know, she had multiple bids and other great writers, but she felt so jealous, yeah. um, which I thought, you know, she would feel this panic. Mm-hmm. A panic would rise within her, she said. Like, you know, these people would come and they had very good ideas, but she said in this growling voice, that's not it. Like, and she's like, you become this monster. And I guess I just finally had to be like, all right, well, I have to do this. It's like, this idea that like no one else but me can do it. And I understand it's for different reasons with Jessica Knoll versus her, but just this idea of first time screenwriter, most people going, ah, no, or if you are, we'll get you a co-writer, whatever. But this conviction in them that was this sense of like, I cannot let anyone else have this. Yeah. 
yeah. um, and just panicked, yeah. you know? So Yeah, I don't know. I do. I think it's pretty similar. I know what you're saying about the content, but I do think it's the same as mm. Jessica Knoll. This is so yeah. much her voice. And even if it's not her experience of being yeah. divorced because she's not divorced, I still think it's so incredibly hurt. You cannot take her out of the story, the the author out of the yeah. story. And so I'm so grateful. Although I really would love to see someone else's interpretation of the same material. I really would like to see that. It's true. But but yeah. I I yeah, I think this this is it was for her. That's so yeah, and another thing um, that I did read, which I thought was very appropriate for our show, is that um, they'd asked about unlikability and, you know, Rachel as an unlikable female. But also she said, just if you read the Goodreads reviews, she said one of the frequently asked questions is, why are all these characters so unlikable? Um, and she said, I, you know, I don't know what they mean. They're just people. And it's like what you said earlier, like, I don't get it. Yeah. They're just yeah. people. And she said, is my behavior likable? The answer would be, in my best attempts to be liked, I am being as unlikable as I ever am. <laughs> Which I thought was great. And then she's like, I wish someone would tell me what that means. Does it mean plucky? Mm -hmm. When I worked at a soap opera magazine, the redeeming character of a villain was that he loved his family. He could murder women or he could rape people, but if he loved his family, that would make it fine. Mm -hmm. Is that what I should be going for? So I don't know. I don't feel that I have a responsibility toward womanhood to do anything other than tell a story where people are human. Yeah. The goal with this story is for the viewer to find him or herself in the same position. And then so she says, the ultimate point of this entire project is that everybody has a valid side to their story and everyone is more interesting than you think they are and everyone is more human than you think they are. It breaks my heart that everyone is more human than you think they, they are. I know. Because then you have to think about the people you hate. Mm. And I thought that was interesting too. Like if you believe this, then you got to think of, you got to apply it across the board yeah. that there's always more parts yeah. and and layers yeah. and to being human and I, I loved that yeah I think that's probably what I'm seeing in these first two episodes also yeah, I think so I, I can't not talk about the fact that there's well we have talked about it a little bit but the since we're on Taffy now the the sex and all of the sex that happens in these two episodes yeah. mm -hmm. Which is, I think, also natural for a newly divorced person. But it will it surprise you to know she's a Scorpio? It yeah. does not yeah, surprise exactly. me to know that. No, very sensual, <laughs> yes. sexual, yes. astrological sign. Exactly. Yes, and also wow. fiercely protective and yes, yeah, and secretive and yeah, yeah. I feel like mm, it comes passionate. through a lot yeah I a lot of I know it's Scorpio well now it's Sagittarius season mm -hmm. today but um I don't know we've just been a lot of Scorpio vibes lately maybe just because we came out of it but people we've interviewed there's just a lot didn't of I tell you what did I tell you they're coming for me they're didn't I say <laughs> yeah. you did say yeah. that I'm like so many Scorpios. oh my god that's great yeah so and by the way that was I hope she doesn't listen to this and get upset because that was hard to find I did a lot of digging yeah. oh 
lot really? of digging. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Should, would you want to be upset? I don't know. Some people would be. I think we it's look. a violation yeah. of privacy to be that snooping yeah. for someone's date of birth. Yeah. I would well, just their birthday. I yeah. know. I would be I would be upset by it. So I, I guess I don't mind. I think she's basically a public figure though. Yeah. I mean Listen, close. all I said I mean, was, I don't know if under I didn't even say her yeah. birthday. I just said I'm, my guess is her astrological sign based on that. My right. research is yeah. Scorpio. Although Scorpios, if she is pissed, then you're dead to her. Yeah. So <laughs> You can never come back, okay? She may even seek revenge, okay? Wait, oh, so. oh, but I'm so glad. I just thought, I don't know why that yeah. made me think of it. We have started to kind of talk to people about working titles. And she talked about... Oh my about, God, I'm obsessed with this. Yeah, work, the working title of this book was Schroding, Schrodinger's Marriage, which I just found fascinating. First of all, a lot of science stuff in here, which I love yes, because to me it is where. the elevated version of my smaller obsession with fate versus free will. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just the science mind of it, yeah. which I love. Yeah. I love. I just don't mm-hmm. have the capacity to kind of go there. I don't have the, right. the knowledge right. to go there. But And do you know about this principle of Schroden- Schrodinger's cat? No, which no, he does reference it and something about you'd have to blow up the cat. So yeah, so I guess I might be getting this wrong, but where I want to go with it is the point of the show and what where I was. I should have said this before when I was like, where is this going? Uh, if you put a cat and some sort of poison in a box, a bomb, I don't know, whatever it is, a, something in a, a box together, and you close the box for one hour, what happens to the cat? Mm-hmm. And some people will say, well, the cat doesn't have to have eaten the poison. The cat could still mm-hmm. be fine. But also some people say, well, of course, if you put the cat and the poison together, they're gonna, he's going to eat it. And so the cat is probably mm-hmm. dead. And that the idea is that at the same time, before you open the box, the experiment is flawed because the cat is both alive and dead because you cannot possibly know. And so why oh. she had that, why do you think she had that as the working title? Oh, because we cannot possibly know what's going to happen. What? Yeah, I mean, uh, or yeah. I, or, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about, you know me, I went to the place of Rachel, is she really okay or is she not? Is she dead oh, or not dead? And will oh, we ever know? I was thinking the marriage. Yes, but of course. The marriage is dead already, but like you said, who knows? Yeah, I mean, people what, get yeah. remarried after, or get back together. It doesn't even have to yeah, be remarried yeah, yeah. after getting yeah, you're divorced. Right. So, you're right. Yeah. I'm, oh God! Didn't that happen in scenes from a marriage? Wait they at the did, and they were hooking up yes. again. But were they back together? Yeah, you're right. No, it was, it was unclear. Yeah. I think. yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right. Yes. Yeah. So who knows? That I think was left ambiguous. Yes. Like they were clearly hooking yes, up again, and in, not just hooking up. It looked as if they were. I mean, if somebody's watched this more recently, they're gonna. But but yeah, I think it was somewhat ambiguous. Yeah. But appeared as if they might be. But they always they were kind of on and off again. Yeah. Um, but it's not, but, but I guess yeah. it's, oh, I just, okay, I think, I think I just thought of it in, in the context of the show is they might be divorced or they might have not been divorced, but I think maybe they're, they were never really opening the box and looking inside mm. and this will be them opening the box and really, truly looking yes. at the marriage. Now they may decide they are supposed to be divorced and that was the right decision that by dumb luck yes, yes, or they might yes. decide 
we shouldn't be divorced because we were just getting this, this is wrong. What sh- yes, and you're. This is what I was trying to say earlier that I want to see. Yeah. And then, yeah, I want, and hopefully they are seeing it too. Yeah. And and really, maybe they didn't because we don't know they oh. got divorced, but we don't know how much examination they did. Yeah. Well, which I got the sense that my uh, one of, another fucking great scene was mm-hmm. the when he throws the chicken at her computer oh, yeah. and yeah. it is then his narrative is I'm not proud of how things went down but I think in that moment he thought yeah. he was justified she was undermining him in front of their daughter about something that they had come to an agreement to it was really messed up that she did it but, but then he throws the chicken and now he looks like the bad guy Right. And so also the very opening scene, right? When when she calls him and she says something refers to something awful he had said oh, to her right. the night before. Yes. We don't know what that right. was. And he so doesn't right. know. Like he's Right. So what's up with that? Yeah. Was he wasted or something? No, I but think he yeah, I like, think that what she perceives as something awful is something he, oh, he would doesn't even Yeah, he something he would have said. Regularly. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. But oops, sorry. Um yeah, but uh, yeah. So this is going to be more about happening. the opening of the box and the actual looking, yes. um, and then how you yeah, I w- change. And this is what I want. The experiment. Yeah. Well, I hope. Yeah. I mean, I think we're already getting it. I'm hope. I don't know if we're yeah. going to get it to your satisfaction, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we think we'll we'll see. There's... I'm I'm confident. I'm going to get something to my satisfaction because I'm very satisfied oh so gosh. far. So. so good. It's so good. <laughs> It's so smart, yeah. so you said dense. There's so mm-hmm. much happening. Nothing, no moment is spared of like just a throwaway moment. Oh my god, the we didn't even talk her insights about New York City. We talked a little bit, but about class and income disparity. Oh my god, I've had that mm-hmm. rant by the way in my car. Oh yeah, with my kids mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Me, oh me yes, being the that Toby. your children are starting to think what's normal. Yeah is I don't have to ride the bus yeah. and can I take golf lessons? And he's like, oh my God, yeah. what have I exposed them to? Yeah. Very. These are the very things I find so appalling. Yeah, the the liver we yeah. already talked about. Um, the, oh, the scene with the house when he gets kicked out of what he thinks of his own house, of his, as his own house. I guess this is another yeah. part of the arc is maybe he'll be actually ready to move on. Even though they're divorced, he has not moved on. She has changed all her passwords yes. and he has not. Right. It's still right. their anniversary, which I thought was pretty yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, um, exactly. And stuck in, so. in that place. Yeah. But there's, oh, and the, the kid with the internet porn. Oh, and then the oh my god, that was so good. I and then the daughter. How about the jokes about get her a phone? I mean, that I just think is also so relatable. Yeah. And all the other parents being like, she doesn't have a phone. Get the girl a phone. Yeah. Get the girl a phone. It's like, yeah. and the daughter mastered the oh, you know, yeah. How old? What is she? Twelve? I think she's supposed to be eleven. Yeah. But the eye roll and the yeah, you know, I know. and the, you're so embarrassing, dad, yeah. and all of it. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, but I, the internet porn one was just cracked me up because you'd think like you have to have this conversation, and he's like, "I don't ever want to see it again." I just thought that was. I know. So funny. I don't want to talk about oh it. Oh my god! Yeah. It's so good. So Never good. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the show is so good. I don't know how I can say it again. <laughs> I think we've said it, and uh, we'll be back with more. That's for sure. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. 
If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore Women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated.